happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we share on the topic of developing spiritual habits that lead to a deeper relationship with Christ. And today, we discuss why it benefits us to read our Bibles. Well, thank you all for joining us today in this podcast. This is Erica Close, along with Kimberly Miller. Hello, and thank you for choosing to spend time with us as we spend time with the Father. So today we are going to continue the conversation that we started last week, and we're talking about spiritual habits that we can develop that help us to draw closer to Christ, that help us to get to know Him better, that help us to have a deeper relationship with Him. And today we're going to talk about why it's important that we read our Bible. And there are so many reasons that it is important that we read our Bible, but we do have a number of them that we would like to share. So I'm going to go ahead and start out. And so one of the very first reasons that it is important that we read our Bible is that God gave it to us. It's the greatest love letter ever written from Genesis to Revelation. It is. So he gave it to us. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And it's God's love letter, as Kim said. So it is his letter to us that lets us know just how much he loves us, just how much he cares for us. And lets us know everything that we need to know about him. So it is a gift that we are given. And as such, it's a gift that we need to unwrap. But something else that's so important is that the Bible is Jesus himself. We know from John 1.1, we read, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus himself is the word. The Word is Jesus. So when we spend time with the Word of God, we are spending time with Jesus himself. And so it makes only perfect sense that if you want to know Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit, you have to spend time with them. That's how we make friendships. That's how we get to know the people that are in our lives. And the relationship we have with Jesus is a real bona fide relationship. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He shows himself in scripture as a father. He shows us as his family member, inheriting what he inherits. 
But we have to know him in order to follow him. You have to know how to hear the voice of God through the Holy Spirit in you and prompting you. And the only way that you can do that is to spend time with him. And he, as you said in John 1.1, 1, 1, he was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And as you read further down, he says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus himself is revealed in the scriptures. And Jesus says, if you know me, you know the Father. And if you know his word, you know him. And how can you claim the promises of God if you don't know what they are? How can you take up your cross and follow him if you don't know where he's going? How can you live Christ-like if you don't know what Christ is like? I mean, you certainly don't call yourself a member of some group and don't even know what the group is. Don't spend any time fellowship and participating with that group. If you're a member of a tennis club, you go to that tennis club. And you know other people that are at the tennis club. You understand what the purpose is. You engage in the activity. And you support what's going on. If you are a member of God's family, you need to understand who God the Father is. Who God the Son is. And who the Holy Spirit is. And that's why we read. Because he said, these things, little children, I have written that ye may know. I think another thing that is important about reading the Bible, and one of the reasons that we read it, is that it helps us to understand that mankind's nature does not change. When we go back and we read the Old Testament, and we see the things that people did, and we see the sins that they committed, and we see how the Lord responded to them, we realize it's not really any different than what people 2,000 years later are doing. King Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun. And so one reason we read is that we don't repeat the same mistakes. Exactly. We can learn from the accounts that we read in the Old Testament and the New Testament. All of these things that happen to people are the same things that happen to people today. Yeah, they look different. It was 2,000 years ago. But people are the same. Sin is sin. And I love what he says in Proverbs 14, 12, when he says, there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The Bible is the roadmap for Christian living in this world. It tells us where we're going. It tells us how to get there. And it tells us a lot of things along the way. And if we don't consult the word, if we're not looking to know God and his ways and his character, we're left to our own selves. And that's the flesh. And we will surely meet with demise. Exactly. So it's not the flesh that we can follow after. We have to follow after God. And when we read the Bible, we learn how to imitate God, right? How to right. live as he would have us to live. Ephesians 5, 1 through two. 2 says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, 
and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. We are to be followers of God. Then it says, dear children, right? We're to follow him like we, like we were little children following an adult. But you don't know how to follow God until you know God. And you don't know God until you read his word. And I love it that he says he gives himself as an offering and a sweet-smelling savor. He's just sweet. He is. He is bold and he is God. But there's a sweet, sweet spirit in the center of God's will. Which we only know when we know him. Right? We have to know him. I also like that in Hebrews 4.12 it says, For the word of God is quick, and it's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. You talk about a tool that you have. It is the word of God. In Jeremiah 23.29 he says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? You want to hammer your way through this life. You want to understand how you're to live. You want to have a weapon against the fiery darts of the devil. Then you take the word of God as a sword and it's offensive. You're not playing defense with a hammer and a sword. No, you are doing heavenly destruction against evil that's coming your way. And so many of us are not equipped, not because God didn't give us what we needed, but because we choose not to use the tool or we don't know how because we've neglected to put the time and effort in. Because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will teach you and bring to remembrance the things you have need of when you have need of them. And as you're reading through the scriptures, he will help you with the discernment of what you need to know. But you got to do it. You got to show up. Ephesians 6.17 also says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. It's a two-edged sword, it's a hammer, and it is the sword of the Spirit. And that verse says, Ephesians 6.17, that the sword is the word. The word is the sword. And you know how it destroys evil, but Matthew tells us it gives us life. Mm-hmm. He says in Matthew 4, 4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He's life. And it came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But we can't live the good life unless we understand who he is and what the word is saying. And he has certain requirements for us and things he expects of his children. And in the flesh, you're not going to understand it. You're sure not going to be able to just cough it up. You're going to have to read it and understand it and ingest it and live it and say every word you're reading, Lord, teach me what I need to know. Help me to understand and help me to put it into practice. That putting it into practice really is that, is that process of sanctification. Amen. Right? So John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. 
So we are sanctified, right? Sanctification is that process that occurs after salvation, right? Where at the moment of salvation, we get all of the Lord and all of the Holy Spirit, but we only give him so much of us. And as we go on in this life, we give him, we surrender more and more of ourselves. And that process is sanctification where things that are not in alignment with God are taken away and our lives become more and more like what he would have them to be. But that process happens as we understand the truth of God. And God's word is that truth of God, right? When we understand what it really means and what he really wants from us for our lives, we make the change and we allow him to change us. You know, a house built on lies will fold. Mm. But he's a firm foundation because he is truth. And his word is truth. Absolutely. You know, there's another reason that I want us to, um, to talk about reading the Bible, and that's just because it's also true in that it is historically accurate, right? When we want to know what happened in the lives of people 2,000 years ago, these are real people, right? These are not any kind of made-up story. These are real historical accounts. There are lots of other references to many of the people that are in God's word. And so when we're trying to understand how God has moved through our world and how God has moved through history, we learn it here. And I think that's incredibly important because this is truth. This is truth for our lives. It's truth for how we are to live. But it's also just truth because it actually happened. And that is something that builds our faith and helps us to know even better this God that we serve. Amen. Well, I am pleased to know that if you open up the word of God and you pray, ask the Lord to open up your understanding, he's no respecter of persons. So you can know as much of his character and who he is. As any Bible character you read about, any person that is a hero of faith to you, he will give you what you ask, if you ask in his name. And he will never turn you away. In fact, he says in James, draw nigh unto me, and I will draw nigh unto you. Thank you so much for listening to us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. Again, I am Kim Miller alongside Erica Close, and we want you to know from the depths of our heart to remember you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. 
We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl